Every season is spooky season in our book. So settle in and prepare to be shut up. You are listening to Shook, a comedic podcast about all things paranormal and unexplained. I'm Santa. And I'm Amanda. Hi, y'all. Do you have a fun fact this um, October I episode? Do. I have two. First <gasps> of all, I want to share with you this really awesome wine glass, which, of course, those watching the video will be able to see. Um, it's very cool. It has like a skeleton claw on it. I'm obsessed. I got it at Walmart. Um, and it. also today at Walmart, I finally purchased blackout curtains for the stew. And so going forward, we're going to finally have decent lighting up in here. Um, for God's sake, like <laughs> vibes, vibes Let going there be- forward. Light. Let there be vibes. Let there be an absence of light. (laughs) Yeah, we just need it to be like, you know, candlelit vibes. We're just setting moods up in this bitch. Trying to set the the current mood. Yeah, the current mood, as you can see, if you're watching us on the YouTube machine, is we're we're blue, ba ba dee da ba da. I don't know if anybody knows that song. Do you remember that song? I remember it, yes. <laughs> don't want to remember younger it. listeners definitely don't, but we do. Yeah, our Gen Z fans are going to be like, ew. They're going to be like, what is that? <laughs> ew, what is that? Um, ew. Ew. <laughs> but yeah, we've got blue lighting today because we're just, you know, we're trying to bring like – you know, some stuff for Shocktober, just little subtle, you know, things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I really love that glass. Did you say where you got it? Sorry, I had an ADHD moment. Yeah, I got it at Walmart. And I also just want to make it clear, this is a wine glass, but I am not drinking wine. Um, I am drinking LaCroix. Okay, we both got bubbles. Yeah. Product placement, aha. Because one thing, because one thing about me, it's sparkling water, or nothing. Just kidding. Same. Or other sparkling water or other water. <laughs> right. That's pretty much or all I drink now. Ice coffee. Since I don't drink the alcohol anymore. <laughs> right. I live yeah. off of bubbles and luxury. Yeah, we can't be drinking alcohol. I've been wanting to show you this shirt forever. So get, get in, in loser. loser. It's very similar to my. I love um, it. Yeah, thanks. It's my <laughs> it's my favorite shirt. It's way too big. It's an Amazon find. Ugh, I and love I, that shirt. It's so fun. I'll get you one. I'll probably have to get you like an extra small because this thing runs very big. I'm literally only wearing this denim jacket to cover the fact that my whole life like. All my titties are falling out of this shirt. <laughs> I love it. It looks like an actual image of the aliens finally coming, coming to, get- to get me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, my, I, I mentioned in the previous episode when I was talking about the party I was going to go to, the Hocus Pocus 2 party, and it also said get in loser. So I'm kind of making that a thing. Get in loser. We're going eating children. Yeah, that shirt was a huge hit at the party. (laughs) Shout out Lizzie, ERP. Get your Nakey photos taken with her. She's fantastic. If you're ever wanting to get a sexy photo shoot in Georgia, just do it. Yes. do it. Boudoir photos by Lizzie. Featuring Kelly Skelly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we do have another special episode i'm so glad it's finally october y'all we're recording this on october 3rd santa you can cut that if it messes up your flow but it's october 3rd um nobody asked but it's october 3rd (laughs) aaron samuels (laughs) um yeah so for shocktober like we mentioned we're gonna be having a new episode every single Wednesday for the month of October. And it would be really cool if we could do a Dia de los Muertos 
situation, which also falls on a Wednesday, but we can touch on that later. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of going to go into my story and I'm going to lead it up with a little something and you'll see what I mean when we get the end, get to the end of this. Okay. So Santa, buckle your seat belts. I'm buckled in. I'm on my squish mallows. I'm ready to go. How many do you have now, by the way? Uh, I think I have like six or seven squishmallows, but I only have two big ones and those are the ones I'm sitting on right now. And I could really use like one more to sit on because I'm still like way down here. Hunty, I'll take you shopping. We're going to go to squishmallow land, wherever that is. Yes. Like the, like the American girl (laughs) or the cabbage patch hospital. (laughs) But what's that Instagram account? Um, Helicity. Helicity. (laughs) Yeah. I The one you posted today was so funny. (laughs) I fucking love that account. Like, they get me, I feel like, so much. It's a whole vibe. Especially the ones. Which ones? Mm -hmm. Especially the ones where they post, like, the Thelma and Louise of the American girls driving off the cliff. And it's, (laughs) like, the entire, the entirety of a Taylor Swift bridge is the text yeah <laughs> it's them that's just driving so, <laughs> that's like, so yes. fucking funny a memeingless life that one's really funny too if you haven't seen it i have not been to that one it's 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 a gem but anyway adhd brain coming at you full force okay so yeah before i get into my segment santa i have to kind of lead in with a story back in i don't know is probably almost 10 years ago, like 2015-ish, somewhere around that time. I lived in this apartment in Atlanta. I had a roommate and a couple things about that situation. We had opposite work schedules some of the time. So if I was working lunch, I could expect to see her about an hour after I got home from work. So I would get home usually around four o'clock on days when I was just working lunch and she would be home by like five, give or take. And she had these bunny rabbits. She had three bunny rabbits that were in a cage. And so if you walked into the apartment immediately to your left, there was my sectional couch. Our TV was directly across from that. And if you were to walk straight in, there's the kitchen and the bunny rabbit cage was between the kitchen and the living room in this little no man's land situation. And that's the backstory you need to know about this. So one day I get home from work and I decide that I'm going to chill on the sofa, the sectional, and I'm just going to watch Netflix. I don't remember what I was watching, but I was just kind of vibing, chilling, whatever. I'm laying down and... I decide I'm going to rest my eyes. And so I'm laying there resting my eyes. And it was about that time that my roommate should be getting home. And I, she comes in. I hear the door open. She, she says, hi, Amanda. And I'm ignoring her. I have my eyes shut, whatever. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a cat nap. And she walks across the living room. She opens the cage. I hear the, she opens the cage. She grabs her bunny rabbit. I hear her um, her jogger shorts. Kind of I hear her walking towards me. I feel claws on my chest from the bunny rabbit. She always wanted me to play with her bunny rabbits. And I remember being annoyed and I wanted to yell at her, like, why are you letting your bunny rabbit treat me like a fucking jungle gym? But whatever. I digress. And uh, she walks away. So you can imagine my surprise when about 30 minutes later, the door opens. Hi, Amanda. What just happened? And that right there was Amanda's weirdest sleep paralysis of all time. Was that baby's first sleep paralysis? It was not. It was, I was still going to UTC when I had my very first sleep paralysis. I was at my grandparents' house and it scared the shit out of me. Oh, is that the one that you told on episode, um, 
<laughs> the one we did with Mockboy Matt. <sighs> I don't remember if that was episode I don't even remember four. at this point what we've discussed. <laughs> I think. When I, was, when I was going to UTC, I stayed with my Nani and Papa, and I was sleeping on my back in the living room, and I think it was right before finals. I think it was right before I was fresh about to graduate. And I was stressed, whatever. And a black mass, a black figure was just hovering over me and I could not move. And I was like, ah, what the fuck? And I got up and I had no idea what had happened to me. I did not even know that sleep paralysis was a thing. But the reason I wanted to lead with the bunny rabbit sleep paralysis is because I had no idea that I had even drifted off to sleep. I heard her. And I felt, I felt the claws of her animal digging into my chest. It was all very visceral. It was real. It was fucking real. So roommate comes home for real this time. And I'm like, did you, did, did you just get home? Or I thought, I thought you came home a little while ago. And she said, no, I just got home. I checked, I checked my watch. It was about the time she should have been home. Had no fucking clue that I had even gone to sleep. Scared the shit out of me. It was so weird. It was so bizarre. I don't even remember having the sensation of heaviness and this, you know, the actual sensation of being paralyzed in that moment. I just remember feeling annoyed that she was doing this and letting her animal walk all over me. Oh my God. But yeah, I've, I've had. I've had sleep paralysis, like I said, since I was about 21, 22 years old. And at the time that the bunny rabbit incident happened, I was mid-20s, um, living my best life in Atlanta. Woohoo! And uh, I didn't have it too often when I, when I lived on my own. But when I moved into that apartment, I started having spurts of it quite a bit, quite frequently. And, uh, yeah, so I guess you might want to know a little bit about what the heck sleep paralysis is, yes? If so, yes. I can tell you. Yes, tell okay. me what it is. What, what it is. Okay, so <laughs> first and foremost, there are several sleep disorders out there. There's narcolepsy, there's sleep paralysis, there's night terrors. There's the, I forget what it's called, the hypno, hypnogak or something jerk where you have a sensation that you're falling and you wake up. You ever had oh, that? Oh, I have that. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I've had that my whole life. Yeah. That's the worst. And oh, quick side note on the, the jerk situation. I was in middle school and I used to sleep right next to my desk. Mistake number one. And one night or one morning, excuse me, my alarm was about to go off and I had a dream that I was falling and I literally smashed my face, my cheekbone into the corner of my desk. Oh my God. That's a rude awakening right there. I could have taken out my eye. I had a deep bruise. I thought I broke my face. I don't know if you have ever woken up screaming in agony, but that's, yeah, that was almost worse than the sleep paralysis. But I fell out of the bed one time from it, but that there was only one time <gasps> that I actually fell out of the bed from the jerk. But yeah. that's because I was like already like asleep on the edge. And then so when I did the jerk, I just fell off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a fun time. <laughs> I think I think most people have probably experienced that at least once in their life. Yeah. It's like so startling. It's the worst. Uh, well, no, sleep paralysis for me yeah, is the worst. Yeah, I, I think that's worse. <laughs> Which is why we're gathered here today. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, so a little bit about sleep paralysis. I'm just going to pull a couple tidbits from Wikipedia on this just to give you a quick little explanation. So sleep paralysis, is effect- it affects about 3 million people in the United States every year. It's very common. And what it does is it temporarily gives you the inability to move or speak, and it can occur when you're either falling asleep or you're trying to wake from sleep. Uh, It does occur commonly in people who do have narcolepsy, which is a condition that makes you have excessive daytime drowsiness and can cause you to have sleep, or it can cause you to fall asleep any place, anytime. It's not great. It's not fun. 
there's been times where I've questioned if I have that because the sleep paralysis episodes starting in my 20s have been so rampant. It's insane. Um, But the symptoms involve, like I said, not being able to move, not being able to speak when you're falling asleep or waking. And it usually lasts for a couple of minutes. And it's fucking terrifying. I hate it. I made a TikTok about sleep paralysis one time. I I like that TikTok. It's funny. Dude, it was based on a true story. Based on a true story. I'll get to it after I tell you exactly what this is. But um, sleep paralysis, it occurs when the line between sleep and wakefulness is blurred. And usually um, your brain will paralyze many of the muscles during the stage of rapid eye movement sleep or REM, REM sleep. um, And that's called atonia. So when you have sleep paralysis, there's some sort of lag between when certain chemicals in your body that keep you asleep, there's a lag there where they're not wearing off before you start to come to, if that makes sense. Um, And another thing I wanted to mention is there are different names for sleep paralysis all throughout the world um in china they call it a ghost oppression and the japanese when when they have sleep paralysis they call it kanashibari um and this term's rooted in buddhism also the dutch they did a study in 1964 um this published case study was of a woman who had sleep paralysis And it's written, the devil lay upon her and held her down. So that kind of ties in with the old hag. The old hag is very common in mine. And you've told me a little bit about yours in the past and sounds like it's old hag as well. But yeah, last couple minutes causes paralysis, anxiety, and or hallucination. So on the hallucination front, you can experience auditory hallucinations you can experience uh uh vision hallucinations and you can have sensation hallucinations I don't even know what you would call that but sometimes I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm having an electrical current running through my body when I experience sleep paralysis and I'll hear a ringing in my ear I don't know if anybody can relate to that if you're listening but that's something that I experience I've experienced all three of those, like, on separate occasions. Of You've had the electrical current? No. It's so I, weird. No, I haven't had that. Just, I mean, the sensation, the auditory, and the visual. It's no fun, dude. Um, let's see. It's treatable, apparently. Um, mainly, if you want to treat sleep paralysis, what they say is that you should just develop better sleep hygiene. Don't stare at your phone through all hours of the night before you go to bed. Um, I actually stopped sleeping with my phone next to my head, and it does help. I also got (laughs) – I made a a TikTok a long time ago, and I was joking um, about how this sleep mask saved my life because I'm no saint. I snore too, but when Connolly snores, I literally can't fall asleep. So I got me this Bluetooth sleep mask that you can listen to podcasts and just drift off, block out all light, and it's really squishy and cozy, and I just love it. Well, I haven't had sleep paralysis since I got that. It at least calms me enough to where I'm not having the visual hallucinations. Wait, it has speakers in it? Yeah, they're they they kind of move around in there. So you have to find the right spot. Otherwise, if it's on your cartilage, it's kind of uncomfortable. But other than that, like, that's the only complaint I have about it. I'll link it to you. I got it on Amazon, and I love that thing. I love that thing. Um, but, yeah, so back to sleep hygiene. You want to avoid any distractions, like your bright lights of your TV, and you don't want to have a lot of caffeine. You don't want to have a lot of caffeine before falling asleep, she said as she sipped her caffeinated aha at 8.52 p.m. Oh, my God. On a school night. Not on a school night. <laughs> That's what I call adulting now, is every night's a school night, an adult school night. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay, so the actual name for or the classification of sleep paralysis, it's called parasomnia. And these episodes, like I said, cause extreme anxiety. Um, that's pretty much the gist of sleep paralysis. But the the reason I made that TikTok, just to wrap my whole segment up really, is before I got the sleep mask, I was sleeping next to Connolly, And I was facing him. I was turned away from our windows and I was facing him and directly across from our bed, we have our closet. I don't know why, but I left the closet door open. There's something about me. If a door inside my bedroom is open, I can't, I don't like darkness. I'm 33 and I, I'm afraid, I'm afraid of the dark. I don't like pits of, you know, I don't like dark pits in the atmosphere. So I woke up, or so I thought, and I had the old hag, as they call it. She had razor-sharp teeth, she was wearing a cloak, and she was giving me the stare and a grin. And she approached me, and she approached me, and got closer and closer. And I was like, I know this isn't real, I know this isn't real, I know this isn't real. She grabbed, this is what I felt, she grabbed my ankles she dragged my body over Connolly's and out the door. The door swung open. The going into our hallway, the door swung open. She pulled my legs and she dragged me out and I clawed the carpet. Like, did you wake up like out in the hall? No, that's what's weird. I woke up exactly in the position that I fell asleep. Fetal position facing Connolly. I didn't move. It was all fake. It was sleep paralysis. But that was the most terrifying sleep paralysis experience I ever had. Oh my God. Yeah, that is, that's really scary. And also, like, I'm really afraid of the dark too. Like, there can't, there can't be like dark. Like, I have to have like the salt lamp on oh yeah as a night that's pretty much all I do is that have that as a night light and then I'll have like the hall light and then of course I can see into the stew from my room so I always <laughs> have this purple light um so just I have to have like lighting because mm-hmm. if it was just dark seeing in here no uh-uh no bitch no. nar hell no that is so scary. Have you had other sleep paralysis? I've had sleep paralysis probably, I'd say at least 50 times in my life. It's common. I am more likely to have an episode, and I think this is common, if I'm lying on my back, if I'm yeah, under extreme common. stress. If I've had food super late, I think I read a long time ago that if you eat dinner super close to bedtime, that it will interrupt your sleep because your body's trying to do too many things at once. You know, we say my computer be coughing and wheezing. Yes. Because <laughs> she's old. It's like your body's coughing and wheezing. Your whole digestive mm-hmm. system's like, excuse me, ma'am. I know you're trying to get some shut eye, but this burrito is a little I'm- chonky. Yeah, your organs are burning the midnight oil, literally. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Taco Bell. Oh, my gosh. It's it's a whole thing. I don't know. How about you? Have you had a lot of sleep paralysis experiences? I have, but I just really quickly want to go back to what you were saying about, like, habits before bed that can kind of, Mm -hmm. like, determine whether or not you may end up having an episode. Um So I haven't had, um, sleep paralysis a lot, like as much as you have by any means, or as much as like people who chronically have it. Um, but I've had it like peppered throughout my life. Yeah. Um, but 
Um, yes, I have had several instances of sleep paralysis, which I have to kind of like go back and think about. Like, I think that the Easter bunny in the hallway thing was like baby's first. Mm -hmm. Um, the one that I talked about, I think in episode two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was episode two. Yeah. Um, and then the next one that I can remember was it was when I was still in college at UTC and I lived in an apartment out in Red Bank, but it was like okay. deep in, it was like deep in Red Bank. Yeah. Um, and which is like, Red Bank is like a little town outside of Chattanooga. It's like really. It's just right outside it. It's just right outside. But anyway, I lived in this apartment by myself and one night I had this like crazy dream um oh so I had this painting I had this um Native American painting that my dad gave me and it's like this really big painting it has um has a Native American man um and a wolf and then it shows like his reflection like basically I don't know it's this really cool Native American painting I don't really know how I'm going to describe it but the face on the man <clears throat> in the painting like is kind of creepy looking mm-hmm. and I had the painting in the living room which my living room didn't have any furniture it was just like I was just like very broke so I pretty much just had like my bed in my room and then the living room was empty just yeah. had that painting I didn't even have the painting on the wall I had it like leaned up against the wall propped up <laughs> yeah and so I had a dream there was it was like this old lady jumped out of the painting like it wasn't yeah. the chief but the old lady jumped out of the painting but had the face of the <gasps> Native American man in the painting. Um, but it, it, hers was like way more shriveled up. Oh and my I mean gosh. shriveled up. Like, uh, you know that character in SpongeBob? Like, it's like the old, the really, 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 really old lady. The old like, lady in the yes. wheelchair. Like, it was giving that. <laughs> oh my um, God. And I don't really. And she jumped out of the painting? It. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, it was like she had this like golden electrical kind of like aura about her, but it, it was weird. Um, I don't really remember much about what happened there, but she was very scary. Um, and I, she did say some really scary stuff to me that I can't remember now. But at the time, I remember being like very scared about it and I was like scared of the painting for a while after that um and then the next sleep paralysis thing I had happen was when I was living I had moved to a house uh on Germantown Road okay um, I know that and is. I had this like really crazy roommate um which has nothing to do with the story but <laughs> I lived there with a crazy roommate and I had this like sleep paralysis moment where there was an old lady next to my bed and <gasps> similar to the previous situation with the old lady in the painting, she looked very similar and she had the golden aura. Like but aura? It was like, yeah but it was electrical and it's, it was more than just an aura. It was like, she wasn't fully there. She, it, it was literally like, it was as if like a gold electricity had outlined her face and the details on her face, but it wasn't her skin. Okay. So I'm imagining when, you know, when you go to a wedding and they have the send off and they have the sparklers and they take the photographer sometimes will take photos of it in action you'll have like a heart did it look like that yes sort of okay yeah so she was okay. she was really like an apparition like because I could see through it was like a two-dimensional um not two-dimensional it was three-dimensional yeah. but it was just like a sketch 
but I get what yes. you mean. Yes, like sparklers. It's so weird. And, that is and so it was strange. Weird that it was consistent with the other one. Um, but she was like right next to my bed and I was so scared. And I was sleeping on my back that night. And she said, <laughs> This is so oh, dumb. Oh God. She said, I'm an old lady. <laughs> She really did. She said, I'm an old lady and this is my house. And I was like, ah. It's, it's a no. And it was an old house. So I was like, oh my God. Okay. You said this was on Germantown Road? Yeah. You'll have to link me up with that address because I'm almost certain my mom's childhood home was on Germantown. Germantown intersects with Brainerd Road, does it not? I believe so. Okay. My mom, oh, yeah, I'll have does. to get her to write a story in, but she swears to me that her house that she grew up in was haunted. She said she felt completely uncomfortable all the time. I'll have to get the deets on that. It's a no for me. So I had some other experiences after that. You did? Um, Yeah. So I've really only had like four, but, um, when I moved to the pink building, which is where I lived after the Germantown, uh, roadhouse, um, the pink building was according to my landlord, my landlord, Jeff, who was the best landlord I've ever had. Shout out Jeff. Mom's Um, like you choose Jeff. He let me shoot a film in the basement. <laughs> okay, that's a real one right there. Yeah, he was a real one. Did and you have your fake blood on set? <laughs> we didn't even have fake blood in that one. That was like a very, it was very like artsy and just Was it like, the girl, the girl in the photo film? No, that one was Katie. The name of it oh, was okay. Katie. I remember, I've seen that too. Yeah, it's the one I did with Tanqueray. Santa's a badass filmmaker, y'all. Just saying. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, shout out Jeff. He let me shoot baby's first horror short in the basement <laughs> of the pink building. And that's, and, and Jeff said that it, the building used to be an asylum at one point, but it also used to be like a, a dorm kind of like off campus housing for women or young girls kind of thing. Uh So it's like, it's kind of existed as different things. Um, But I've got other stories about like scary stuff that's happened there, but I definitely think that place was haunted. So I'm really like conflicted as to like, if this was sleep paralysis or if it was a haunting. Um, But I was asleep one night and I experienced two different old ladies next to my bed one of them was had her hair like in an updo and wearing like a high neck like victorian Mm -hmm. um dress situation um it was like a gray like long sleeve like the button-up thing high neck and then like the long skirt so it wasn't really Mm -hmm. a dress it was like the two-piece set um two-piece set fashionistas And she was standing like at the end of my bed and she was like, she was telling, she was basically like telling me that I was like not behaving like a proper lady. (gasps) Oh. Yeah. She was scolding me about my lifestyle, which fair. (laughs) Because if I go back and think about like all the dumb shit I was doing at that point in time, valid. Um, <laughs> Touche, lady. We were all young and dumb once. <laughs> and now so my she, joints just hurt. <laughs> right. So she was at the end of my bed. And then there was this other old lady next to my bed on this side. And this lady was not done up prim and proper. This lady, she had hair like mine, like very long, gray, just like messy. Mm. And she was wearing black, like a black dress. And 
she was just like running her fingers through my hair. And that was when I felt the sensation of her. She didn't say anything, but basically the lady at the end of the bed said things. And then the lady next to the bed was like running her fingers through my hair. And like, I was feeling that. And I did you, do you remember trying to wake up during that? Yeah. You remember the struggle? That's the worst part. That's the worst part when you, you feel like, you know, that it's not real, but you literally can't move. And then also trying to scream and you can't. I've experienced that a lot of times. The the trying to scream and you can't scream and it's like literally nothing comes out. It's like who cut the who cut the brakes on my vocal <laughs> cords? Like what? right. Um, but I think oh that was the last time. But then recently, not super recently, but um, so one of the things that I didn't mention, um when I was telling you about all the bad stuff that happened uh, ever since I got Moldavite in mm-hmm. the Moldavite episode, uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I forgot to mention because there was just so many things. Uh, but one of the things that I forgot was that I had somebody living in my house that had s- stayed for too long, basically. Uh-huh. Like some, yes, I had, the, I had the house guest that stayed for too long. Overstay and- their welcome. Yeah, and I hate to say it like that. I feel bad talking about it, but um, so I had somebody staying in my house that, like, at a certain point, I uh, was no longer comfortable with them staying there, and I had asked them to leave a lot of times, and it it wasn't happening, and I was very frustrated and very unhappy um, mm-hmm. in my own home for that time, and that was all around the time when, like, everything started. But anyway, I was sleeping one night and I saw, I thought I saw him, the house guest in my doorway, like standing in my doorway. And he asked me something. I don't remember the specific question, but it had something to do with vampires. Mm. Like he asked me something like, you want to talk about vampires or do you want to see <laughs> vampires? It was something about like, do you want to something vampires? Yeah. And, and I remember I verbally said, cause I thought it was him. I thought it was the, the roommate or whatever. And then I remember saying to him, the, also my contacts were out. So it was blurry. Oh, but I saw the figure like literally it was the same height as him and everything it was him. That's so scary. It was literally him. Like, but he was in, in the shadows, you know, in the hall, but right outside my door asking me that question. And I responded by saying, go to bed. Like I told him, I was like, go to bed. Yeah. So whatever Valid. sleep paralysis demon that was, they were probably like, oh, okay, damn. They were like trying to scare me, but I was like, go to bed. <laughs> Not now. Because I didn't think it was a sleep paralysis thing. I thought it was an actual person. And then the next day I was like, I was like, why were you like standing in my door last night talking about vampires? And he was like, I didn't do that. And I was like, yes, you did. I talked to you. And he was like, no, I didn't. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what that that makes me wonder. That makes me wonder if I've ever had somebody... Like, what? That opens a lot of doors. That one's kind of similar to the first story that you told. Like, where it was the person that you thought was your roommate, but it was something else. Because there was, I have lots of stories I didn't even tell. And there were times where my grandmother got involved. Maybe it wasn't her. Well, now I'm not going to sleep forever. I'm just, I'm just going to well, never sleep again. At least you're not home alone. <laughs> you were talking about how you can't vocalize your fear or whatever. When you have your partner next to you, 
you want more than anything, like, please just hear me audibly do, even if it's just a grunt. I know I can't scream, but you think, surely they, surely they know that I'm struggling right now. Surely I'm making some movement. Surely I'm vocalizing something. And then you ask them the next day and they're like, oh, I didn't know. Ah! <laughs> like, that's so frustrating. Yeah, it is. Because... I know when I've had other things, like, remember in um, the Shook Stories episode when mm-hmm. I was talking about having that dream about my dad and mm-hmm. I woke up very upset? I mm-hmm. actually, like, was audibly crying while I was still asleep. And the my boyfriend at the time, like, was was awakened by my <laughs> sobs. Like, that's something that I've done a lot in the past. Like, I've actually woken up next to boyfriends, like, screaming. Like, it's weird. So weird. Like. This is slightly (laughs) off topic, but not. And you can choose to cut it out. Because there are probably people listening to this podcast that I don't necessarily want to know how I would know this. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can you can have orgasms in your sleep. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Well, but it's I don't similar have to sleep paralysis. Like I only have like nightmares like nine times out of ten. Like, well, unlucky you. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Usually my dreams are like my whole entire life since I was a kid, my dreams have been a different variation of me being chased to be murdered. Like each, each time I sleep and dream, it's like, what will, what way will I be chased to be murdered this time? Um, and what, what will the location be this time? Is it going to be a warehouse? Is it going to be a playground? Is it going to be like nuclear fallout wasteland? Like it's the the location always changes, but sometimes it'll go back to a location it's been before, but either way I'm getting chased. And sometimes it's me and other people getting chased and like, we're all trying to like hide and help each other and, like, but then I, I always watch people, other people get killed, but I always survive. Like I, I always like hide or something, or then I'll wake up as someone's about to like actually kill me. That's so terrifying. I'm trying to think if I've ever had a dream that anybody's chasing me. I don't think I have. I've got the common anxiety dreams of teeth falling out or going back to hate is the worst is the worst um and i've read that it could mean it's a self-esteem thing or it's an anxiety (laughs) thing or um you feel (laughs) like you don't have control it can be that another common dream i have is i have the (laughs) i have the dream that i'm going back to utc to take my spanish final that i need to graduate but the catch is i don't know where the class is because I didn't go to class all semester. <laughs> no. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I grad. I graduated on time, surprisingly. I didn't think I was going to with my ADHD, but I, I did. And for some reason, I'm fixated on... I, I, don't, I don't know. I forget what that dream means. I'll have to look it up. I have that a lot, but it's usually my high school... Like it's yeah. usually like I've had it at UTC too, but like usually it's I'm at my high school, like having to like complete something. Like I've had it multiple times where someone had like called me up and told me that like something in my transcript was fraudulent and I had to go <laughs> and take like no. this one class at Nard. the same high school, some stupid class, like AP US history or something. But, like, I always end up back there, and I'm always, like, the oldest student (laughs) in the place. And it's so weird. 
it's such a weird thing, dreams. I remember one time at work, I made buddies with this dude, and I was like, I have to tell you about my dream. And he was like, nope, nope, don't want to know about it. And I was like, what? It's just a dream. And he said, dreams are really personal. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I didn't tell him. And I don't even remember what the dream was, but it was something super benign. So you guys, if you're listening, tell us, is talking about your dreams with acquaintances weird because that's that's kind of, that's the kind of shit I want to talk about I want to get right into it <laughs> I have to say like maybe because unless it's like one of my close friends I actually don't give a shit when like somebody just comes up to me and starts to tell me about their dreams like if it's <laughs> you I'm like god I don't care but if it's like you or any of my best friends or like my family it's like tell me about it because tell me about it stud like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. I like talking about dreams with people where I'm like, I can actually make connections about like what that dream yeah. could mean. But if mm-hmm. it's like, if you're just my coworker, it's like, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't get in this long winded. <laughs> don't do it. Nobody cares I will about your dream about your lemonade stand. <laughs> walk away. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I understand that. I get that. But I thought we were cool, and he seemed like the – he was an older gentleman. I thought we were homies. Yeah, he was old enough to be my dad, but I thought he was cool. And he was a fatherly figure, so I was like, come on now, work daddy. Let me tell you about what happened last night. It it happened in my dreams. Let's go on with it. And he was like, no. And I said, oh, okay. (laughs) One thing about me is for whatever fucking reason, I want to be friends with all – well, he with all my coworkers, and it's maybe not a great idea. But <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I feel like I can tell you anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely like that too. I'm like an open book. I'd be telling people like all types of my business, like, right? You know, I don't tell people everything, but I I do kind of like overshare sometimes. Dude, I'm a walking HIPAA violation. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you everything. I will <laughs> I'll pull up WebMD just to go through the the menu of things that might be wrong with me <laughs> at any given time. Uh yeah, same. <laughs> like <laughs> me like the last month like it's been it's been scary, bro, going on yeah. WebMD for all the different ailments and then just like hoping that it's one of the like really like simple ones <laughs> like yeah whenever I'm the... struggling with my self-esteem I just pull up WebMD because then I know Mar. I'm a girl who's got it all <laughs> <laughs> she's got it all oh my gosh Santa first of all do you have any more sleep paralysis stories because I gotta finish with one and you tell me if you think it was sleep paralysis I don't have any more that I can remember. I did want to tell you about something that happened to me as a child, which would be a good 15 years probably before I ever knowingly had sleep paralysis. And I don't even know if you can have sleep paralysis when you're very, very young. But let me tell you this, and you can tell me if you think it was sleep paralysis. And I don't tell a lot of people this because it was very disturbing. Okay, so when I was a kid, this this happened to me and I don't know what it was, but I shared a room with Seth and Emily. We were in a townhouse. It was real small in Kennesaw. And I remember falling asleep on my bed and around 3 a.m. I woke up to what sounded like two voices having a conversation inside my ears it kind of went something like this and the only words I can make out that I heard them say was that child no and um I woke up on the floor I'm scared. (gasps) Yeah. I'm actually scared. 
that was the most terrifying thing, terrifying thing that ever happened to me. And I, that may have actually happened before I ever saw the ghosts at my mama's house. It was extremely unsettling. I think about it all the time. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Were those demons? But maybe it was baby's first sleep paralysis. That might have been baby's first. It might have been. It's baby's first something. Either baby's first haunting or baby's first sleep paralysis. Moral of the story is either I've got a fuck ton of screws loose, which is likely, (laughs) or I'm just a sleep paralysis magnet. Not sure which. More on that at 11. Stay tuned. <laughs> Literally. Well, Santa, do you have any unfinished business before we say goodbye? Matter of fact, I do have some unfinished business. Okay. Um, I would really love to see um, those of you listening, um, liking and subscribing to Shook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. Um, and leave a review please on Apple and or Spotify and engage with us in the comments on the YouTube, um, versions of our episodes. We would love to hear your, your feedback, um, and engage with you in general and also follow us on Instagram at shook podcast. We, we keep everybody up to date on what's going on. And yeah, stay tuned for more Shocktober content. Yes. And if you've ever had sleep paralysis, feel free to send us an email about it. We would love your your shook stories of any kind. It doesn't have to be a ghost story. It could be a sleep paralysis story. We want to know about your sleep paralysis demon named Martha. Anything unsettling you have experienced, basically. Just... Mm -hmm. Let us know. Send us your story on the Shook website contact form or email it to us. Yes. Yeah. Please. Yes. Okay, well, I guess we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for more Shocktober. Shocktober. Bye-bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Love you. Mean it really do mean it. Oh, hey, before I forget, we have a sponsor. Hey, are you haunted by your tone-deaf past? Does your singing sometimes wake the dead? Well, have we got a solution for you. Virtue Academy offers online one-on-one music lessons, and your first lesson is 50% off during the Halloween sale. To claim your offer, visit virtue.academy slash shook. That's virtue, V-I-R, T-U dot academy slash shook.